And now, live from the shadow of America's mountain, this is Rocky Mountain Revival Radio. Welcome to Rocky Mountain Revival Radio. I'm your host, Heath, and with me as always, my amazing co-host, Michael. There you are. There I am. <laughs> yes, there you are. We're doing a show. <laughs> we Here we are. go. <laughs> All right. How are you doing today? um heath and i will try our best to refrain from terrible cockney accents yes because we've been doing that a lot recently and you know i think the book of jude deserves better than that (laughs) probably does probably does but sometimes you get what you pay for so (laughs) on that note before we dive into today's topic I uh, just want to get a few housekeeping items out of the way. Of course, thank you to Rachel Stormont and Dusty Music for the music that's playing underneath us right now as we uh, introduce things and get rolling today. Uh, indeed, God is doing a new thing. And if you have not caught some of the prophetic words that have come out of this ministry over the last week or last month and a half or so, you should probably catch up on that because then you too would know that God is doing a new thing. And Rachel, make sh- Rachel, we, we're just going to send you a shout out just so you know. Yeah. Lots yep. of them, yeah, because yeah. we love you. <laughs> yeah. We hope you and the child laugh soon. Yes. Actually, speaking of the child, she should be uh, giving birth to her third daughter here any moment. So we wish her and her husband, Zach, all the luck with that. And That's uh, just that's just math. That's yeah. just math. We, we haven't talked to her. <laughs> <laughs> we, we're just in the know. We know things here. We right. know things. Yeah. So anyway... Right. Make sure to check out rmr.live for all the latest information and updates about the show. There is a God's doing a new thing. That's right, he is. There is a contact us form to submit feedback, comments, suggest to be a guest, recommend a guest. Heck, we don't care if you want to contact us. Just use that form. And if you need prayer, there are two ways we can partner with you in prayer. The first, of course, is the prayer request form found upon the website. Or you can write us at prayer at rmrr.live and while you're on the website of course make sure to check out the link tree link which gets you to all the socials and all the fun things check that out you know the drill you guys have done this long enough and of course if you're watching on youtube and rumble hey guys why have you yet to like and subscribe because i can tell you on youtube 52.3 percent of our views are from non-subscribers why why? What? why why are you not subscribing to get notified when content is released what is wrong with you people I cannot believe this. I was actually shocked when I saw the numbers. So like and subscribe, please, guys. I know. It's like learning your your kid is getting bad grades. I know. It's terrible. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But we do appreciate you guys tuning in and listening regardless. (laughs) But like and subscribe. That's the the message here. Like and subscribe. The next message is get better. Yeah, of course, because this other one is also another follow us on Facebook because there are occasionally some posts that don't make it to the website like today's praise and worship break uh, that we posted on Facebook. So you want to catch some of those? Follow us on Facebook for that content information. And if you like today's topic and the content that this ministry is producing and you feel led to donate to us, there are links to do so on the website in the show description down below. And for those watching, they're going to be on your screen underneath Michael and I. Mm. All right. Well, let's get into it. We have another amazing show for you today. And this, today's episode is titled, you know what? I don't have a title for it yet because that's how prepared we are. We have content, yep. just not a title. So I'll let you know that later. 
And if you like today's show, we encourage you to share it with your friends, your family, your coworkers, because sharing is caring, guys. Sharing is caring. Keith, hmm. don't we have uh, advertisements? Adver- <laughs> yes, we, Adverts? we do. Advertisements? We do. We do. Okay. And our first one up today, of course, is my new favorite commercial for With Love Custom Crafts. RMRR and Waymaker have partnered with my good friend Kinsey over at With Love Custom Crafts. Kinsey has an amazing Christian-owned small business. Her products are primarily focused towards women. The company tagline, you guys should know this by now, creating custom quality items at affordable prices, all made with love. Uh, She started this business uh, just a couple months ago, um, was just trying to deal with some anxiety and stress in life and this was a way that she was able to to focus through that with hand cutting vinyl believe it or not for the product she was doing at the time and her husband went out and bought her a bunch of equipment so she could do some sublimation some other things and so check out with love customcrafts.com for all of your your gifting needs that she's got cups and t-shirts and sweaters and puzzles and frames and all kinds of things. Matter of fact, she just did a line of stuff for um, like all the ribbons. So um, any kind of ribbon thing you could need, she's got that there. She had a bunch of great Mother's Day products and she's been ramping up for some Father's Day products as well. So mm. check out With Love Custom Crafts and tell Kenzie that I said, hey, when you do so. Also, Kenzie has partnered with us do some amazing RMR merch like this tumbler right here that I'm going to take a drink out of. And guess what, guys? The merch store, so close to being done. We are in testing right now. As of today, we are officially in testing. So uh, the RRMRR, well, that was that was wrong. <laughs> Pull the Michael. RMRR, Waymaker merch, <laughs> merch store, will be live soon. Um, and so, matter of fact, we've got a bunch of products up there already uh, to test and to just uh, make sure everything's running smoothly before we do an official release. So stay tuned to the website and the facebook page for that announcement when that goes live you guys are not going to want to miss the merch store and again that partnership with kenzie from with love custom crafts making that possible as well michael cool yes bike tag rmrr also known as ermer and waymaker ministries are now partnered with bike tag (laughs) as he um oh my lanta (laughs) That was the wrong time to take a drink for those that are listening you, to the podcast. Did you have an Ermer moment? Ermer! <laughs> it did. <laughs> RMRR, Waymaker, when the best? RMRR and Waymaker Ministries are now partnering with Bite Tag. That's right, folks. Bite Tag is the safest, most advanced pet tag on the market. It allows you to create a personal profile for you and your pet. When scanned, you will get a notification notification that your pet's tag has been scanned. It also gives the scanner an option of notifying the pet's owner. It should be mandatory. It, it gives you be. the option that the, no, of notifying <laughs> the pet's owner that the pet has been found. And the tag uses GPS tracking to notify the owner of their pet's location, which is good because yeah. with this system, there could be some new pets in certain yeah. families. <laughs> right. There is no monthly or annual service subscriptions or subscription fees. And Bite Tag puts your privacy first. Yes, they do. They really do. They do. Bite Tag is truly the last pet tag you'll ever need. And as an added bonus, when you use discount code ERMR, no, R-M-R-R-15, you'll get a 50% discount off the purchase price. 
Yes, you will. And we believe in bite tags so much, we have it for Ethan and I's dog, Hera, as well. So the stuff you see on your screen is her information when I put that up there. And hey, I didn't bring notes down for the next one. So Michael, take the next one. I'll take the last one. I got you. So hey, guys, Redemption Squad. Hey, if you like being part of an evangelism army to like conquer the area, right? You want to join and participate with Redemption Squad Ministries, okay? 26th of May, Heath, May? Yes, 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 The 26th of May, 26th of May, at Radiant uh, Central, uh, 6 p.m. Box Assembly. Okay, so guys, if you want to help participate and uh, help build boxes that go out into the neighborhood, uh, which would just be the assembly of, of uh, goods and, and um, toiletries and goodies, um, come join them at... On the 26th at Radiant Church Central. Um, yes, at 6 p.m. Also, then the 27th, they're going out. But they start at Radiant Church Central at 10 a.m. They start with prayer and communion. And then they do a game plan. Because every little kind Hey, I would know. With my professional line of work I do. Every area in town is different and requires a game plan. I mean, I mean everything I do at work. I mean, we, we kind of have a game plan for the job sites we encounter. So... Anyway, Heath, back to you. Hey, so that's right. So check out uh, redemptionsquadministry.org, I believe is the the address. Of course, all that's going to be down below and on your screen. Uh, Zach and Melissa are a great ministry to partner with, too, if you guys are looking to partner with a ministry outside of ours. Um, Redemption Squad is the next one to go to. And of course, our last commercial, save the best for last today, Valentine Comfort Shoes. I mean, you guys should know this by now. You guys should know that if your feet need relief, it's Valentine Comfort Shoes. Hop on down to the address that's down below because we never get it right when we're live on the show. So address below. Hop on over, see Sean and Amy, get some prayer, get some shoes, help your knees, your ankles, your back, all of it. It's going to be better. And we believe in it so much. I've got Valentine Comfort Shoes. Michael has Valentine Comfort Shoes. Chris has Valentine Comfort Shoes. I mean, I have two pairs. I have two Two pairs pairs as well. Two pairs as well. Tennis shoes and hiking shoes because my feet need nothing but the best. So Valentine Comfort Shoes. Men, do you want the most comfortable pair of mandals you've ever had? Yes. Valentine Comfort Shoes. True. Men, do you want the most flashy, stylish, comfortable pair of man boots, dress boots, or a little bit more rugged and spicy? Valentine Comfort Shoes. Sean Blake. Amy Blake. (laughs) Address below. Exactly what he said. Valentine Comfort Shoes, <laughs> where your feet find relief. All right. And with that, we are we're gonna jump into this today. We uh we did so much planning for this show, it's not even funny. Actually, that's a lie. We uh we we're going off of we've studied this one before and we're just uh praying for some Holy Spirit intervention as we go through here. Oh, we're gonna be diving into the book of jude today uh jesus's Mm. brother here on earth um a servant of jesus christ as jude one says brother of james so yeah that's we're going to dive in today so michael jude if we need to be clear jude is no longer currently on earth he's with jesus Mm. in heaven yes I suppose that that my sentiment could have been misconstrued, and we definitely do not want to provide well, false information on this. Right. Platform. I mean, in today's world of fact checkers, right, we got to be careful. That's true. Know? We do. We do. Okay. Okay. 
My apologies. <laughs> no, no. Thank you for the correction. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, Heath, um, will you please will you yeah. please read the first word of the book of Jude? The first book, first word of the book of Jude is actually Jude. Mm, mm. Man, isn't that isn't that good? Yeah, the book of Jude starts off with Jude. Jude, good. It's a great starting point. Good. No, that's really foundation. Good. Foundation. Um, guys, there's actually no problem with um starting off with your name. Right. Um, some of you guys are ashamed of your name. Some of you guys don't like your name. Um, you guys have beautiful names, and the Lord loves you. Yes. Um, if you guys are born again, especially if you're baptized in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit loves being with you. He he has ascended on you like a dove too, just like he did with Jesus. And there is no need, there is no want, there's no want or need from the Lord to you for for certain. Romans eight would would say so. Uh, for shame and condemnation uh, that you would apply to your name. So it's good that we just stop at the first word of Jude, which is Jude, and remind ourselves right now, hey, my name is Michael. And isn't that also interesting, though, that when you introduce yourself, you say, I am Heath. Why don't you say, why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Heath. Hmm, that's interesting, Heath. Hmm. Very much so. When Moses asked for, uh, when, well, yeah, when Moses, right? When he's he's having the encounter at the burning bush, he asked God, "What? who should I call you? What's your name? And the Lord responds, I am that I am. We respond, I am Michael. Because um, even in a fallen state, you're made in an image and likeness of God. Now, let me break that down for you just really quickly. Um, before Jesus, you are made uh, as gen, um, Genesis chapter, early Genesis chapter, I believe it's chapter two. I could be wrong. It might be chapter one. But early Genesis, it's stated clearly that um, uh, fallen, fallen man is made in the image of Adam. And when Jesus comes along, we have the opportunity to be born again. And we're no longer made in the image of Adam. We're born into anew, afresh, the image of God. And so we're no longer image bearers of Adam, we're image bearers of God. So Keith, as we kind of just culminate some things, some scriptures from just one word, and we kind of just talk about identity, just just a very, very kind of basic uh, starting point, uh, foundational truths about identity. What, where are you going with that? What do you think? Well, or, so oh, Sorry, not what you think. Not what's your opinion? Right. Where does the Lord have you there? Well, the first thing that came to mind when we when we stopped at the first word in Jude of Jude was was Paul. Um, you know, as we're going to read here, Jude opens up with kind of a, a an identifying word, a, a sentence of, "Hey, this is who I am." And and if you read pretty much anything that Paul wrote, it's always Paul an apostle, Paul, a servant, Paul, a this, you know, there, it's always Paul, something, 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 you know? And, and so that was the first thing I thought of when I started reading this, you know, at Jude, it's like, okay, so we're, we're kind of repeating a, a pattern um, as was consistent at the time of 
identifying who you are. So like the, the first couple sentences are usually like, you know, today's world where you pull out a dot card or a business card and you hand that to somebody like you're that's that was their way in these letters of doing that. I, Paul, I, Jude, you know, whatever. Boom. Here's here's my business card. Here's my credentials so that you know that what I'm going to talk about, I actually I am equipped and capable of speaking on said topic. Mm, that's good. That's good. Okay. Now, we're going to do, so Heath, can you please read the next two words of Jude? A servant. Oh, wow. That's humbling. That is humbling. I'll read the next few. Of Jesus Christ and a brother of James. Now, now there's some more dimension on this servanthood. Okay. A servant of Jesus Christ. Okay. That's kind of maybe a common thing we might hear these days. Right. But relationship to Jesus specified isn't always as common these days. And it's it's actually not, um, it's so not common these days that if you are clear on who you are according to your revelation of Jesus, not who you are according to your revelation of you, but who you are according to your revelation of Jesus, you're probably going to be called some names. Like, how in the world do you know that? And who, where do, <laughs> where do you get off? Right. Okay. So this is great though. So let's reread, let's reread this. Jude, a servant of Jesus Christ. Good, right? That's awesome. That's that's humility. And a brother of James. So he rightly shows his servanthood to God. And he also rightly and truthfully shows that he's a brother of James. Meaning we're talking about one of Jesus' brothers. Right. Okay, Heath, what you got? No, I so that that opening line just kind of okay. So at the time, you would have known who James was or had some kind of context for this introduction to not only say that hey, I am a servant of Jesus, but I am a brother of James, and so that would have again in that time tied all of that in as that identifying mark. This is who yes. I am. I am clear on my identity. And I love that. Right. Um, he does not in his letter here say that he's an apostle, a prophet. He doesn't say that like like Paul would or uh, I'm not sure if John does. Maybe maybe somewhere. But others do kind of say how they're operating. Um, Jude does not. However, church to church tradition calls him an apostle. Uh, so that's of note also. OK, to those who have been called. Wow. He's speaking to you and I, Heath. Yes. To those who have been called, who are loved by God. Wow. Let's just simmer on that, guys. To those who have been called, who are loved by God. Are you guys aware? Literally, are you guys aware right now? I mean, am I aware that God currently really loves you? Let's put some perspective on that real quick. He knows what you just said. He knows what you just thought. He knows what you thought three hours ago and what you said then. He knows the actions you did yesterday and how you are regretting them currently. And right now for that person who I just saw, cast your cares upon him because he cares for you. Uh, repent, right? Anytime we about face and redirect our sight towards Jesus, that's repentance. Turning, Changing your mind to him. Bringing the things of God to your mind. That is also repentance. Repentance is very active and it's very living. Okay. John says that the sons of God repent. Okay. So daughters, sons of God. We repent. We turn back to him. Okay. I just wanted to dwell on that there, guys, and kind of just think about the scriptures from this place of he knows everything. He knows you. He knows where you're in. He knows your conditions. He knows where he wants you to go and where you're going to go. He wants them to align. Um, Heath, what you got? 
Well, to your point, I was just thinking that, you know, the scriptures actually tell us that God knows the number of hairs on your head. That's how intimately knowledgeable of you he is and how much he cares about you. And then I was thinking, um, I had Matthew 6 come to mind about, uh, you know, verses 25 to 34 talk about not to worry about anything. And in there it talks about, you know, how God provides for the birds and, you know, the grass and all that. So if he does all that for those, then how much more does he love you and want to provide for you? And and so it, it just, you know, to Michael's point, yes, you are loved, whether you know it or not, whether you, you know, feel it or not, whether you um, are sitting there and a bunch of, of of mess you've created in your life and you know you got some trauma whatever it is um, no matter how bad things are you are still loved um, and and God wants to have that relationship with you wants what's best for you and so yes you are completely and totally loved without a doubt so let's thank you Heath so let's reread this because we have something here that does need to be said in our study here tonight to those who have been called who are loved by God. Okay. And that is talking about the father there to those who have been called, who are loved by the father, God, the father and kept by Jesus Christ. And before I ask you a poignant question, Heath, that you already know. Okay. Though I need to, uh, we need to address this real quick. The lamb slain before the beginning, guys, is Jesus. That's what he's called in Revelation. He was slain. He had holes in his hand, uh, his wrists and in his feet. Okay. He had he had um, a wound on his side, a, a healed wound, right? He had all that before the beginning. Mm-hmm. Okay. The lamb slain before the beginning. His name is Jesus. This is how interdimensional. This is how before time, this is how outside of time, interdimensional revelation of our God is, okay? It cuts through times. Let's put it, let me put it like this. It cuts through time and times. We must get to know our God carefully and wield him carefully and rightly. So with that thought in mind, that kind of mm, revelation premise in mind, Heath, here's the question that you already know. What is, what was as stated by Jesus, what was Jesus's very purpose and completion of his earthly ministry? So his, his purpose um, was to basically come to establish the church in us, in us. He lives in here. He was to basically start a movement um and and complete it um you know the the apostles and others um believed he was here to kind of take back um rulership over over jerusalem and to to reunite the the jewish people and to just bring together something that they hadn't experienced in thousands of years and that was not his purpose at all his purpose was to to come so that he could die on that cross for your sins my sins for your neighbor's sins, for your mom's sins, your dad's sins, all of us, everybody, for all our sins. He would die, go to hell, defeat death, hell and the grave, come back with the keys, rise again, and basically in a brief little conversation, hey, the Holy Spirit's coming, I'm out. (laughs) And that started everything. That started everything. That was his purpose. His purpose was to come and establish um, the church in us and to bring us the Holy Spirit, our advocate here on earth. Okay, excellent. Thank you. So you said some things that 
are in the next two scriptures. So I commend you for that. However, let's get a little bit more pinpoint, which is fine. Yep. Okay. So since Jesus is living and he's the God of the living, meaning no one with him is dead at all. No one yep. with him is dead. Okay. And he's not dead. So with that principle, let's move forward. Also with the principle of the lamb slain before the beginning, right? He's Jesus. This is how interdimensional revelation of our God is. It cuts through time and times. We must get to know our God carefully and wield him carefully and rightly. So check this out, guys. John 17 verse 4 says, I have brought you glory on earth by completing the work you gave me to do. Okay, that's a very firm statement there. Now, let's go, let's fast forward in these verses. Let's see what else he says. John 17, verse 12. Here's the here's the pinpoint that Heath was Heath was right hovering on. Okay. While I was with them, this is Jesus speaking. While I was with them, the disciples, I protected them. Not just the disciples, the 12. Right. The 12. The 11. The 11. <laughs> the 11. While I was with them, I protected them and kept them safe by that name you gave me. None has been lost except the one doomed to destruction so that scripture would be fulfilled. Yes, and amen. Remember how I just said he was pierced before creation started? Okay, Heath, what you got? Well, that that phrase you just said just popped into my head. He is, was, and always will be. So consistency throughout the scripture from the beginning at the end and all the stuff in between mm. because mm. The, the the scripture says in the beginning was the word and the word was with him and so right there boom we start off genesis with jesus right there at creation there you go that's we great got, that's we a got, great yeah, hyperlink we got we got did everyone see what heath just did there that was really good systematic theology meaning if we have an episode somewhere else in the bible right like a verse in revelation saying that before the beginning when genesis genesis 1 verse 1 says in the beginning so before that beginning that is that beginning is the same word this man this god man creating had wounds had had healed wounds already okay that was perfect yes. systematic theology we need we need to show that what that is Yes. Yeah. Okay. Please continue your thought. Oh, so you're on a roll. Yeah, and then I so, had to, had to teach you. No, no. I'm glad. I'm glad we're. Right. I'm glad we're teaching that. Um, so anyway, as I was saying, so he was in the beginning, and obviously, according to the Book of Revelation, he's at the end. Uh, John talks about that very clearly, seeing Jesus and what's going to happen at the end times. But then we have all this stuff in the middle, and so we have prophets like. Um, Ezekiel and Isaiah and some of these other guys talking about things to come hundreds of years down the road, talking about scripture to be fulfilled, which Jesus then comes and does here on earth through all of it. So for his time, as he started his ministry for that, what was it, three and a half years that he was here doing all this stuff, he was there doing that to fulfill scripture that was spoken previously that was spoken after you know it, it covers it all but his job was to fulfill that scripture so let's go back to verse one of jude to those who have been called who are loved by god the father and kept and kept guys forever now i want you to remember john 17 when you see that word kept 
in Jude, kept by Jesus Christ. His, he has an ongoing earthly ministry by the Holy Spirit and in the church. Okay, And we just read his earthly ministry. Part of his earthly ministry was that everyone God the Father brought to Jesus, except the one who was doomed, he kept so that scripture might be fulfilled. Okay, so now let's go to John 3.16. For God so loved the world, so God the Father so loved the world, that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever, whoever believes in him will not perish, shall is a, is a stronger English word, shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Now, the scary side of that is, as Mario Murillo recently pointed out at Radiant Church, the scary side of that is, if God the Father loves what he created, even in a fallen state, and he loves you so much that he would bankrupt his own being, his own person, his own heaven, with sending his son to die for you, that you might have the opportunity to find him. As John, I'm sorry, as Acts 17.27 says, he put you in the right place at the right time in the right body so that you may grope for him and find him. So not only did he send his son when he sent his son to the perfect time because his love for you and everything that was going on. Oh, Heath, I'm about to lose it. Here we go. Here we go. Come on, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Okay. Not only did he do that, but then he puts you in the right body, in the right country, in the right place, in the right time in history so that you also might grope and find the perfect Savior put in the right place, in the right time, in the right body, in the right person. Heath. You know... As you were as you were talking there, I was just thinking from a parent standpoint. So let's give this some earthly context, okay? So I'm a parent. I have five kids, all right? And I'm not not saying I'm God, but let's just example this for you so you can wrap your head around it. I have to send my child out to die to pay for everybody else's stuff. I cannot, in my earthly context, wrap my head around that concept because it's such a difficult thing for me to imagine sending one of my children to die for everybody else now logically the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few but i'm telling you i i can't wrap my head around this concept to send my only kid out to die for everybody else that they might might take the opportunity to want to have a relationship with me that just blows my mind that God loved us enough to do that, to send his only son, to be that living sacrifice for you, to for me, for everybody family. else. Yeah, exactly. To join for, the family. For a chance for us for to go, chance. hey, you know what? I want I want this life. I want to follow you. I want to, I want to walk with you. Because there are those that will not make that choice. Now, now God wants them to. He'd, he'd love to have that relationship with them. But it's still our choice because he's a just and loving God. And so to, to again, to make that sacrifice as a, as a parent right here, right now, um, May 2023, um, to, to ask me to send my son to go die for everybody else, I it just it rips me apart to think about that. It just breaks my heart. Um, mm. I, I can't imagine. Um, That's Holy Spirit. That's Holy yeah. Spirit 
showing stuff to you. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's incredible to think that he has that much love. Hey, I have a, I have a title for this episode. Okay. Awesome. Seeing Jesus from his little brother. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Seeing, seeing a picture of Jesus from the perspective of his little brother, Jude, I don't know, something like that. Cause we're talking about family. Right. And we're, talking about, we're talking about an image of, we're talking about a, 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 a sample of the gospel through Jude. Right. right. And he was a sample of the gospel. He was literally in the earthly family of Jesus. Right. And what I even love about this, um, about this book and about James too, the book of James, you can tell that James and Jude and Jesus are related. They talk similar. Right. Like, is this how Mary talk? Is this how Joseph talk? Is this how, is this how the whole like Davidic line? I mean, were they sharing these traits? Like, this is amazing, you know? Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So, okay, guys, we've been going in deep and I want to let you know, prophetically, this is not planned. This is a display of fresh manna, fresh bread from the Bible for each and every one of you listening. This is so exciting. Okay. Okay. So we got through, G- we got through the first verse guys. Woo. Hallelujah. <laughs> Well, and I want to let everybody know, too, that this, what you're seeing right here is a real-time example of what we do when we are in discipleship studying the Word together. This is how Michael and I do it. We go through, and at some time, it is almost a word-by-word study with hyperlinks and all this stuff. So you're getting a um, real-world example of this is how we do it, Yep. for lack of a better term. (laughs) Verse 2, mercy, peace, and love be yours in abundance. Jesus said, I came to give you life and life more abundantly. So Jude and James knew, Jude and James knew it did take, it did take Jesus dying and resurrecting for them to believe they were, they were some of the, some of the first believers after they saw their own brother come back from the dead. (laughs) Well, and and just reading that verse, imagine how different our world would be if we greeted everyone like that. If we greeted everybody with a positive or an encouragement or some kind of, you know, peace be with you or happy thought or, you know, love you or some kind of something instead of, you know, the short uh, curt exchanges that are in current day society, or even some of the, you know, oh, hey, you know, blah, 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 you know, curses at people. Imagine what the world would be if we actually spoke to one another like this. You know, we greeted each other. Hey, I'm Heath. Peace be with you. You know, like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Live long and prosper. Right. Something. <laughs> it's more, more like, more like that, but all right, you know. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. Yeah. Okay, so, dear friends, okay, here, here's here's kind of where we, we actually do get out of the intro, guys. Dear friends, although I was very eager to write to you about the salvation we share, Heath, what kind of, what kind of salvation do we share? So, because we have accepted Jesus as our Lord and Savior, then, then it's, that, that gives you benefits, guys. That gives you all of your sins, all of it, all of it wiped clean that gives you fresh new life the moment you say yes lord jesus i accept you as my lord and savior guess what you are a new person you are a new creation you are awakened to new to new revelation to new tongues because guess what a new tongue just be i accept jesus 
Okay, that's a new a new thing. Then, then the best part, the kicker, the piece de resistance, eternal life. No, no, eternal life. <laughs> cool. Yes. Wow. Okay, eternal life. Yes. Okay. Wow. I felt so. He had. He was so enthralled to eagerly write to you about the salvation we share. However, he says to share. We share. I felt. I had to write and urge you to contend, to contend for the faith that was once for all entrusted to the saints. For certain men whose condemnation was written about long ago have secretly slipped in among you. They are godless men who change the grace of our God into a license for immorality and deny Jesus Christ, our only sovereign Lord. Now, Heath, I have a a question for you. All right. Where else in this entire book is this stated? And it's not as obvious as you think. Where else in, the, in this entire book is this stated? Because this is actually in context of something he actually just said. Hmm. That's a great question. Thanks for asking. If any of you want to comment, like, subscribe, and share, but if any of you want to comment <laughs> your answer to my question at this time at the uh, video, Keith, you want to state the time we're at in the video, maybe, or something around there? Yeah, I have no idea. By the time we okay. cut off the pre-meeting stuff and the bumpers and everything, I have no idea. But but guys, if you want to if you want to comment on what you think Heath might say, what do you, what do you think he might do? Please do. Yes, please do. Help a brother out. <laughs> Help brother Heath. That's right. Think about think about some scriptures. Yeah, and do it kindly, please. Please yeah, do it. Kindly. Please do it kindly, because okay, there's no room for unkind here. So do you want to? You want to? Yeah. You want to move move into yeah. it? Yeah. Let's go ahead. Okay. So this is actually in context of something he just said, and even in his intro, remember when he says. Mm. To those who have been called, who are loved by God the Father and kept by Jesus. Mm, Remember how we call back. It's a callback. So he is eluding, even in his intro. So this is a Holy Spirit. Guys, I want you to see Holy Spirit using Jude to write this. Because in his... So there's a greeting and there's an intro. We're still in the intro in verses 3 to 4, pretty much. And... But yet he's already mentioned this in the in the in the greeting because he's saying that Jesus keeps or sorry he's saying to those who have been called who are loved by God the Father and kept by Jesus Christ he's already he has done the perfect greeting for his intro right because we just read what kept is actually talking about from John 17 okay Heath what do you think about that that's a great callback, actually. And sometimes that's the other thing, too, is, is we're doing real-world Bible study. Sometimes, guys, you get the answer right away, and sometimes you don't. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, so just because I didn't have the answer right away and I didn't make that connection doesn't mean I'm not seeing what's trying to be taught. This means I right. hadn't had that revelation before. And so right. that's what 
oftentimes a lot of Bible study is, is new revelation, new connections, new, right. because the Bible, if you, if you really think about it, it is really a living spider web of interconnectivity. Um, this verse yes. will reach back to this one, to this one, to this one. And so you can spend all kinds of time going down rabbit holes, but sometimes they're not as clear um, as other ones. And so the more time you spend in the word, so here's your encouraging word for spending time in the word. The more time you spend in the word, the more time you spend with the Holy Spirit, the the more likely you're going to be to see these interconnections and these callbacks and these quick little one-liners that like have like six layers of meaning to them. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and also, um, guys, this is a, okay. If you're studying the Bible and all you're hearing is things you already knew, you're just you're just having a conversation with your brain. Yep. And 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 looking into the Word of God needs to be meeting with Jesus and looking into His face, and it needs to be meeting with God. And so when we have a revelation, when we have an apocalypsis of even this stature, even just a callback in the Book of Jude, okay. You, what that means is you're actually getting to meet Jesus a little bit better than what you did because he yes. is the word that became flesh and dwelt among us. This is dwelling among us today. It's living, it's active, it's living and breathing, and it's sharper than any two edged sword, cutting, cutting, it's cutting, uh, between joint and bone, joint and marrow, soul and spirit. It cuts deep. It cuts both ways. It's double-edged. It cuts going in. It cuts going out. If you weren't reading the Bible and you go, Ooh, ouch, God. Oh, oh, conviction. Ooh, because I'm a convict. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> if you aren't having some Band-Aids at the ready as you read the Bible sometimes, if that happens, right? then you may not be reading the Bible. You may not be meeting Jesus when you read the Bible. And likewise, if you're not getting full of glory and joy and peace and revelation and you're not getting sticky with jesus like your jesus isn't sticky you may not be reading the bible right so what we do is we systematically we learn something about jesus and then it systematically involves the rest of the bible i hope that i hope that really encourages you guys to read the bible in a different way okay keith i would like you to reread verses three to four and then i want you and right now, guys, we're showing a great community way to read the Bible without opinions, because in, in him we live, move, breathe, and have our being. I exegete, breathe into it, uh, Acts 17, 27, because it's really easy to. There's a lot of other scriptures that would say something like that, right? So in him we live and move and have our being. So why would we waste his time and our time with our own opinions when we in him can move? From a place of freedom, starting out in freedom, Galatians 5.1 says, It is for freedom that Christ set us free. Stand firm. Do not be yoked again by a bondage of slavery, right? And John uh, thirty, John 8.36, John 8.34, right in that area, uh, whom the sun sets free is free indeed. Well, now, what do you do when you're free? Right. Just like the guy who uh, the, the guy that Jesus healed, he said, take up your mat and walk. Well, he had just he gets up and, and, and now what? Walk where? Exactly. Start from a place of freedom. But in him, we live and move and have our being. Same thing when studying the scriptures. OK, Heath, reread verses three through four 
but go go with what you have holy spirit doing to you okay dear friends although i was very eager to write you about the salvation we share so i pause right there because again that's as we pointed out we all share it if we've if we've accepted jesus then we all share in the same thing we're all in the same boat okay so we have commonality we have familiarity we have well we have family okay so then as I read more, I felt compelled to write and urge you to contend for the faith that was once for all entrusted to God's holy people. So then I feel like, uh-oh, this is about to go sideways, especially if you've read anything that Paul wrote, because <laughs> Paul, Paul always starts with a, hey, how you doing? Love you. Hey, loved what you guys were doing there, but oh, about that and about that and well, about that too. Um, we're going to have to correct some stuff, but hey, love you and keep up the good work. Have a nice day, Paul. You know, that's kind of how Paul goes. And so as I'm reading this. They had a Christmas. They had a Christmas for me. Um, we were cool back in the day. You really helped me out. All right. Have a great day. Yeah. So so as I as I started to read that, I felt compelled. Okay. Uh-oh. What's, what's, what's going down now? It's going to get uncomfortable for some people, and that's okay. Because sometimes we need correction. So um, I felt compelled to write and urge you to contend for the faith that was once for all entrusted to God's holy people. Hmm. All. Hmm. 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 All entrusted to God's holy people. Oh. Yeah. That word's yeah. kind of a that word's kind of a hang up word there. And I'm not sure why at the moment. So I'm gonna pop over here and pull up a definition. Okay. If you don't have a study Bible or a concordance or access to Blue Letter Bible, you should get access to Blue Letter Bible. It's a free download, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I recommend Blue Letter Bible. It's like one of the best resources for free that there is ever. Yeah, it's pretty much one that we use here all the time. He needs a he needs a bite tech. Yeah, he does. Hmm. That's a good word right there. Well, I don't see anything standing out as I look at this either in the blue letter that's making me say, why is all standing out? Once for all, once one time. Entrusted to the saints. Yeah, there we go. Entrusted helps us. Oh, let's go back here. Yeah. So it was It was basically, so if we use the word entrusted, then it was, it was given to uh, this group to care for, to watch out for, to be responsible for, you know, to pass it down to generation to generation to generation, because that's how they did it back then. There wasn't a lot of writing. It was a lot of memorization and like, you know, hey, let's let's pass it down. Let's talk about it. Um, Once for all is 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 um, is bringing in the finality of uh, Jesus's uh, life, death, resurrection and the revelation right. of of life in him. Right. It's it's a once for all. Um, it is finished, he said on the cross, right? You know, to tell us die. Okay. Well, and and I think Finish. there's another level there too. I don't mean to interrupt you, but no, uh, go ahead. Because, because at the time, uh, before before Acts, before you know Jesus end time here on Earth, um, it really was kind of the faith was really more about the Jewish people, and then at you know the end of Jesus' ministry, crucifixion, resurrection, then. Jesus and the faith became available to not just the Jews, but the Gentiles. 
And so, so the holy people became another definition at that time. It wasn't just the Jewish people. It was the Jews and the Gentiles. So I think there's kind of that. The veil was torn. Yeah. The veil was torn. Uh, You didn't need a high priest anymore. He became the high priest. He he superseded uh, the old high priest system. Right. Okay. So. So that's a that was good. What we did with all there is that is that fitting for you? Or yeah, yeah, that that works. Yeah, okay. that works. I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling good about that. So we can move on. Verse four. Proceed. <laughs> Proceed. For certain individuals whose condemnation was written about long ago have secretly slipped in among you, and so immediately again, knowing what I know about the Bible and knowing. There's all kinds of things connected. This is another callback to, hey, there was a previous word um, spoken about this group of people who were not going to follow along with the faith. They were going to pervert some things. They were going to twist it. They were going to, you know, kind of get you off track, um, kind of move you to the gray area, so to speak, as you're as you're chasing after Jesus. And it sounds like it's funny you just said that. <laughs> okay, why is it funny? Dude, because I'm reading this and the Holy Spirit just goes, that's prophetic. So it's not necessarily a callback. He's prophetically um, using these hyperlinks of scriptures to describe why it's prophetically happening right now in the likeness of Judas Iscariot, in the likeness of the ones who were kept. So he's addressing the kept in Christ. He's also addressing the Judases around Christ. Mm. Does that make sense? That's good stuff right so there. So he's saying that, hey, I'm talking to the kept. Now, prophetically, I'm going to look at the sons of Judas. <laughs> I'm going to look like uh, we're going to talk about ones who... I'm going to talk about ones who prophetically will come like Judas. So it's not just Judas once and for all. The enemy will continue to use that that sad problem. Oh, yeah. So so the visual I just got as you were saying that is is really the the wolf in sheep's clothing. The right. the ones the, the ones that look like they belong that they're kind of saying all the right things, but they're not saying all the right things. But no fruit. Right. Remember, if you're a son of the devil, you're a tear hanging out with the wheat, looking like the wheat, kind of maybe even like sounding like the wheat as the wind of the Holy Spirit would mm. flow through you. Okay. But real fruit, Holy Spirit, help us. Real fruit actually shakes. Real fruit actually gets dislodged and 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 comes off you and is usable. Whereas a tear, do you know if a horse eats a tear, it tears their mouth up and it can cause infection. Yeah, we don't want that. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. Good word. <laughs> <laughs> Moving along. <laughs> as as Chris and Chris and Bill would say, that's a good word. That's a good word. Yeah, nope, you're too late. All right, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, so oh no, you keep moving on. Yeah, no. Pardon so we, we we got we got the last half of verse four here. They are so he he's gonna that right there. They are he's identifying who they are. 
These people are ungodly people who pervert the grace of our God into a license for immorality and deny Jesus Christ our only sovereign and Lord. What do you got? Well, I was I was getting like modern day visions of, you know, the what was that award show a while back that that dude was on singing and dancing as the devil and, you know, uh, Charlize Theron today saying that she was going to beat anybody up if they were speaking against, you know, drag queens and drag shows for your kids and in, you know, all these all these people that are 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 coming around with these agendas that are the exact opposite of the message of Jesus. Um, and so I, I just had all these like flashes in my head as I was reading that these, these are, these are perverting, um, perverting your beliefs into immorality and denying Jesus. Um, and, and there's a lot of that going on in our world today. So it, it, this is a, this is a today word, by the way, it's a today word, um, not just a, you know, then word. Um, so yeah, that's what, that's what I get out of that. When I read that, I, I see the connection of, you know, hey, that happened then. We see it happening now. Yes. And a great point of identifying things like this in the world. Also, however, <laughs> um, if we're talking about the kept and we're talking about the ones close to the kept, like Judas, right? And as we flesh this out, as our Judas, or Judas as our Jude <laughs> series continues, we're going to see that Jude is talking about the messy in betweens. The real close stuff that we may be deceived by in our, in our, our close relationships. Right. Okay, so because he's saying here, they are godless men who change the grace of our God into a license for immorality and deny Jesus Christ, our only sovereign Lord. Um, we're talking about where he's talking about here, um, too much grace. Um Jesus will, no matter what I do to him, no matter how I smear him, no matter how I malign him, no matter how I betray him, I'm good. Meaning there are people like that around us, just like the prophetic example of Jesus and the 12. There was people like that around him. So, okay, for instance, let's, let's talk about Judas. Judas was the money guy. Matthew, the tax collector, could have been the money guy. He's pretty good with money. He's also really good at shorthand, writing really fast. Okay, um, he took really good notes. If you're if you're able to look at people's papers of their finances, their receipts, and do what he did, and be able to understand the Roman tax code or whatever it might have been, how simple or complex, we're not sure. We just know that he was cheating people for sure. But he came out of that, and he followed Jesus, right? Now, someone who followed Jesus and did not come out of stealing was Judas. He was the money guy. He yet was known as a thief because he was the guy in charge of the money box. But he continued stealing. So he was around Messiah. He had access to Messiah. He had access to Messiah's friends. He had access to the anointing that was raising dead people, right? Cleansing lepers, healing people, casting out demons, yet it wasn't good enough for him. Now, here's where the grace of God really comes in. I have a word for you guys. Here's, a, here's where the grace of God really comes in for some of you. You guys haven't been privy to that. You have not tasted and seen these things that the Lord is good. You're not a Judas. 
don't listen to the enemy right now. You could use a taste and see that the Lord is good. The Lord knows once you do taste what he has for you, you're, it's all over. It's all over. The enemy knows. The enemy knows that once you taste and see that God is good, once you see someone, hmm, once you see a crooked spine from scoliosis go straight by the power of God, once it's your relative that it happens to you, and all that family trial and burden of that poor, sweet loved one suffering is healed and it affects your whole sphere. <laughs> you had a taste and you saw that the Lord was good. What are you going to do with that? Are you going to continue being Judas? Are you going to be Matthew the tax collector who got up and left the cheating post? See, he, that's what he's talking about here. Guys, I hope you get, I hope you get a taste for this word. He, you know what? This is a perfect stopping time. It is. This is, yeah. It is. You know, I um, it's it's interesting. We we talk about Judas here because you know, skimming off the top is, is what the phrase that comes to mind when I think about Judas. You know, he's he's there. You know, he's right in with them, watching all the things, and he's just there. You know, skimming off the top. Hey, no one's gonna know. You don't think that God, Jesus didn't know, but he still loved him anyway. He still called him mine you know and so the encouraging word that, that michael was going judas today, was healing people judas judas was going out and casting out devils remember jesus says okay so the people the goats say to jesus jesus we uh, uh hello why are what what's going on here jesus we did these things in your name we prophesied in your name we cast out demons in your name we healed the sick we we, we had the the blind saw in your name, we did that. We participated with your name. He says, I, I never knew you. Right. Get out. Guys, get this. Get this. Get close with Jesus. Hear his voice. Listen to his instruction. Taste and see the intimacy with him. Just And, and, and go for it. Go for it. Ask him. Talk to him about, about what he has for you. God, I, I want to participate in the things of you. Lord, help me lay hands on people. Give me these opportunities. Okay, Heath, keep going, keep going. No, no, I, I was just thinking too that, you know, to to encourage everyone, you know, we we have experienced and seen many miracles um, here through this ministry um, in Michael's life, in my life, in Ethan's life, in Lily's life, in Chris's life. Um, you know, Lily and Ethan just had a, a friend on uh, Waymaker a couple weeks ago, Alexis. There are so many miracles in that little girl's life and and many, many more that we've seen at, at Radiant. Uh, we saw last year while we were um, serving at the Tank Crusade, we saw hundreds upon hundreds of miracles. And so if you have yet to experience a miracle, then I would encourage you to at least listen to some of these testimony shows that we've put out um, because we want to encourage you. We want to inspire you um, with, with making our Jesus tangible, to make our Jesus desirable. Because we've seen these things. Like I can, I can testify to the fact that I had stage four liver disease and was healed. I can, I, can testify, I can testify to the fact that I had suicidal tendencies and depression and that was cured last November. And now that I have been in a state of joblessness for four and a half months and had to rely 100% on God providing for every need I have, 
you can't tell me there wasn't a reason that I was cured of that stuff back in November. Okay? Because I can tell you going through this season, this trial right now, I'd have been dead a long time ago, y'all. It would have killed me. The stress, the worry, the whatever. Like, so I can tell you that God is real. God is doing miracles right now in our lives, in your life, lives around you. And if you're not seeing that, you're not experiencing that, then then we want to encourage you. And I'm going to redirect you like I just did. Check out some of those testimonies if you haven't listened or haven't watched. Because, um, you know, even listening to Donna's testimony or Steve's testimony, um, if you don't get inspired and want to know God better after watching those, we need to talk. <laughs> Write me at host.heath at rmr.live because we need to have a chat. Um, those testimonies should inspire the crap out of you. Um, you should want you should want to get up and know Jesus. Okay, that that is the, <laughs> that was a technical term there. Yes. <laughs> so, but yes, you should want to know. And so, there's a reason that we should, and stuff. yeah, exactly. Um, there's yeah. a reason that we share these things, guys, because again, Jesus is alive. He does love you. The Bible is alive. It is active, and we can see correlations to things that it, it's not just a then time thing it's a now time thing you know we've talked about it before again deliverance and healing and miracles and you know curing sickness and disease and blind people seeing and limbs growing back and all that stuff it's real okay it's real um and we we know people in our circle you know folks like bill russell um who's had a huge ministry healing ministry of seeing things um that would just blow your mind you know, we and it have, was a pleasure and an honor to be taught by him. Yes, that it was. Um, yeah. And, and you know, we have people in our life like uh, Brandon and Tiffany. Um, and, and I referenced their ministry in a word the other day. And the deliverance ministry and the work that they do and the miracles that they see. You know, and that we right. get to see when we're, we're attending services with them. Um, so, so we can tell you, if you don't... Um, if you don't have a relationship with Jesus, there is no better time than today. No better time than today. Um, we we want to encourage you. Um, it doesn't matter where you're at, and I'm gonna I'm gonna change up how we end this today. Um, it doesn't matter where you're at, guys. It doesn't matter what you're into. It doesn't matter what addictions you have. It doesn't matter what trauma you've been through. It doesn't matter what you're going on in life. If you've hit the point where you can't do it on your own anymore, and you realize there's gotta be a better way. I'm going to tell you there is a better way. Um, and it's not an easy way because I will tell you the last four and a half months of my life have been anything but easy in my walk with the Lord. But I can tell you that I know what's on the other side of this storm and it is going to be well worth the time spent in this trial and in this test because out of that's going to come some amazing testimony they'll get to share later and so that 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 i'm looking forward to but we want to make sure you have an opportunity guys to get to know jesus and so it's a real simple thing all you got to do is say this prayer and we're going to walk through it with you because we don't want you to go alone it's not how it's not how the disciples did it. it's not how jesus did it partners yeah go and when you're saying this prayer i want you to remember that you're accessing different dimensions like we talked about a couple times today remember we're talking to the lamb who was slain before time began before the beginning this is how interdimensional revelation and and talking to god not just revelation of our god but speaking to god is it cuts through time and times and he'll cut through time and times to come to you and meet you in this prayer 
we must get to know our God carefully and wield him carefully. We must get to, let's talk to him carefully right now. Let's speak with him. Let's speak with him and to him with care. And rightly, let's do it rightly with confession and repentance. Let's actually turn our eyes to Jesus. Let's actually repent. Okay, Heath. Yeah, and, and just to, to tack onto that, you know, transparency and complete honesty is important too when we're when we're talking about repentance, when we're talking about getting right with God. Um, because he already knows. Like we can't hide. And it's funny how we are as humans. We think we can do something, we can hide it, but you know, he knows. He knew we were going to do it before we did it. So there's no reason to hide it. So you might as well just be like, yep, that was me. I did it, did the things. Yep. Because he knows. So don't lie to yourself. Don't lie to him. Um, and again, we're not here to condemn you. We're not here to judge you. That's not our place. Our place is to help you and encourage you um, to lovingly support you and, and maybe, you know, on occasion, gently, lovingly rebuke you if needed. But our job is to help lead you along the way. Okay. And so if today's the day for you we want you to say this prayer we're going to say it with you we're saying it as a group um so unless you're driving because i know there's a smart aleck in the audience is always like but if i'm driving i can't close my eyes well okay leave your eyes open and say the prayer but the rest of y'all if you're not driving close your eyes and bow your head and repeat after me we're going to say dear god dear god i know that i've sinned i know i've sinned but i believe i believe that jesus died in my place jesus you died in my place and God, you raised him from the dead. God, you raised him from the dead. And so, Jesus, I confess. So, Jesus, I confess. That you are Lord. You are Lord. Please be Lord of my life. Please be Lord of my life. Wash away my sin. Wash away my sin, please. And give me the power to follow you. And give me the power to follow you. Amen. Amen. All right, that's that's it, guys. If you said that simple prayer, we believe you were born again. And we would love to share this with you. Don't keep it to yourself. Share it with somebody. If you don't have anybody you can share it with, you can write us at prayer at rmrr.live, and we would be more than happy to celebrate with you, to welcome you to the family. Matter of fact, I've got a, a thing that I'm working on. I'm going to start um, sending out to everybody that contacts us to kind of welcome them to the family. Um, so it'll be a little welcome gift for you that I'll email back to you. Um, because again, we don't want you to be alone in this decision, okay? Um, so, and that's why my next step after that is to recommend you get yourself into a good Bible-believing, Bible-teaching, Holy Spirit-filled church. Because again, when you make the decision to follow Christ, then the enemy's like, oh, hey, we got to start paying attention to this one um, and try to get you sidetracked off the path. We don't want that for you. Um, we are we are thinking with an eternal kingdom mindset at Rocky Mountain Revival Radio. And so we want to make sure that your place in heaven is solidified. And so take that step, let someone know, make sure you're in one of those churches. And if you're not in a church like that, you don't think you have one in your area, you can write me at host.heath at rmrr.live, and that'll be on the screen down below. Um, and I will be more than happy to help you research churches in your area. We've got some other amazing online resources we can point you to if we can't find one in your area. But either way, we'll do what we can to help you find that. Because again, we want to make sure that your spot in heaven is guaranteed. Okay. So with that, guys, um, remember, God loves you. We love you. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in and joining us today. Um, it's fun when we get to do unscripted, unplanned, unrehearsed things, just kind of get to rely on 
what Michael and I know, how we flow off each other, and how the Holy Spirit moves with us. It's it's fun we get to do those things. And I hope you enjoyed it today, too. Um, matter of fact, if you had half as much fun as we did, we had twice as much fun as you. So um, Guaranteed. 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 Yeah. That, those are 100% facts right there. Um, no rebates. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> no take backs either. Um, that's a reminder. If you liked today's message and the content that we provide here at this ministry, we encourage you to share it with your friends, your family, your loved ones, your coworkers, your Nana. Why? Because sharing is caring. Heck, share it with your mom. Yesterday was Mother's Day. Share it with your mom. She'd appreciate this. Yeah. It's good. We love you, mom. We love you, Grandma. mom. Grandma. That's right. Love y'all. And remember, guys, to check out rmr.live for all the latest information and updates about the show. Make sure to like and subscribe to the show's YouTube and Rumble pages. Like us on all the socials, Facebook, Twitter, Truth, you know, all the things. They're out there. You guys know this. And hey, podcast listeners around the globe. And yes, I did say around the globe because we've added new dots again on the map. And we love each and every one of you guys. And you guys are blowing up our very first episode. And we know the audio on that one is hot garbage. But we still put it out anyway with a disclaimer. But <laughs> you guys are continually showing up and showing out for that episode. So thank you for that. Um, it still blows my mind every time I see the numbers increase on that episode. But thank you, podcast listeners, for doing your thing. Um, we appreciate each and every one of you. And, of course, guys, if you feel led to partner with this ministry, um, there are links to do so on the website, of course, on the main page. They're going to be down below in the show description. And for those watching, they are going to be on your screen. Um, not sure how I'm going to do it this week, but they're going to be on your screen. Um, and, of course, all of the donations are going to go to um, hosting fees, software, equipment. We've got some fees still with the store we got to work out and wherever the Holy Spirit directs us to help give. Um, we've talked about doing some uh, Bibles to pass out and some backpack ministries, a couple other things here within Rocky Mountain Revival Radio to kind of support our evangelical efforts, as well as partnering with Redemption Squad and, and Doorbell Disciples and some other things in our area. Um, so yeah, that's that's where all that goes. Yeah, for those that uh, donate, we appreciate our partners, and we we have talked internally about uh, a little partnership gift for those that want to maintain a monthly partnership with us. So we're still trying to finalize what exactly that gift's going to be, but we are going to do that. We've committed to do that. So again, thank you to our partners, and remember, guys, get yourself into a good Bible believing, Bible teaching, Holy Spirit led church. Plug into groups and discipleship opportunities and serve in any way you can thanks for joining me today michael i love you man and thank you to our viewers and our listeners for joining us today we hope you have a great week everyone be blessed june part two coming up coming soon to a podcast near you bye now Thank you for listening to Rocky Mountain Revival Radio.